I am Linda Ochwada, a product and tech evangelist with a background in geoinformatics. I'm the host. My name is Masi Taira Morengu. I'm a 15 times award-winning multimedia journalist from Kenya and I'm accredited by the Media Council of Kenya with over 10 years experience in broadcast. And currently I work for Midele FM, which is under MediaMax Limited as a radio presenter and gender reporter. And today I'll be your co-host. Thank you so much, Masi. <laughs> in today's episode, we welcome our guest, amazing woman, Siana Lena Williams. Siana, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really honored to be on this platform with you guys. Siana, it's good to have you here on our first podcast. Thank Maybe you. Maybe we should understand you better. Tell us about your childhood. How was it? Okay. From my childhood, I've always been uh, interested in geo stuff. The National Geographic Channel, uh, as and when it comes on, was one of my favorites to watch. I don't know, I used to tell people that I used to fight with my brother over the remote on who should watch what. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's five years older than me, so you can just imagine how the fight mm-hmm. was. I was really into geographic stuff. I used to play a lot. I used to even have my own farm wow. uh, where I grew yeah, corn, um, granite, watermelon, cassava, you name it. I was really introduced stuff and it got me interested in my brother's course. That was class five. That is grade five. He was in high school uh-huh. at the time. He also used to do geography. So whenever he comes home and he brings his books, I used to actually read his books. I even used to help him answer some of the questions because it was really intriguing for me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was it was already <laughs> set on my mind that I was going to do something related to geography when I was um ending junior high. So high school, I signed up for the geographic program. Uh, the only program that was available was not linked to any any science course. It was kind of an arts course. So I had to do geography with French, economics, and elective mathematics as my electives in addition to the core subjects. After that, I moved on to university. I never looked back. <laughs> I just kept going towards geography yeah so what sort of a girl were you were you the aggressive guy the stubborn one the car one or the farm girl (laughs) yeah in the house i was quite i was an i was an outdoor person but not outdoor in terms of like going out with friends but outdoor being like uh, the farm that i had at the back of the house just making stuff outside i was a very quiet girl in school very shy kept to herself a lot did not like attention just basically avoided anything that drew me to the spotlight so how did the dream of starting the african women in gis start did you just wake up and said ah i just want to to try this thing yes good question uh i think it was a series of thoughts and observations whilst i was going to university to offer geography my parents were actually a bit concerned they did not know what i would use geography for so they kept saying like what job can you get with it are you sure this is what you want to do um they were really concerned for me but i decided to just go ahead i told them that they should just trust me at the time i didn't even know what i wanted to use it for <laughs> but i just had a feeling that no this is the right course for me because it's something i really want to do as again mm-hmm. something that i just i'm just doing without any feeling for it in mm-hmm. the course i noticed that uh, when we took up the first course that was the GIS. It was uh-huh. actually my first time. That was in my third year. 
that was when I got introduced to GIS. I had no idea it existed. Mm -hmm. So when I realized that it had the two things I really liked, that's geography and technology, I became really excited and just took it up, not to leave me with a second thought, even though one of my seniors told me that the previous class had all failed. She was really concerned for me, but I still took it up. And in the course, I realized that a lot of the ladies dropped after that Mm -hmm. semester. So the second semester was a GIS. The first one was remote science and the second was more GIS 2, ACMAP. And that was when I noticed a lot of the ladies dropped. Even those who were in the course were not really interested. Just a few, a handful Mm -hmm. were interested. And it got me thinking like, uh, this is something I wanted to further, but it was a bit difficult to know what to do with it at the moment because I I hadn't really seen it being done in Mm -hmm. Ghana outside our department or outside the school. So I didn't know that applications i only knew what the western world was doing and i was Mm -hmm. wondering if there was anyone who was doing the same in ghana for example Mm -hmm. and it got me thinking like who can i talk to to get better understanding about the industry to know if like what opportunities are there and Mm -hmm. that's what drew me to first start with my group of uh, colleagues so the ladies who were in the course with me it was something that uh, I had in mind to start with I entered fourth year and let's just say long essay and thesis and try to keep your GPA up came Mm -hmm. in and I just had to forget about the idea for a while but during my national service right after school that was when the need became more because as I was doing my national service in a startup a GIS and software company startup it got Mm -hmm. me really thinking that I wanted to engage more with women to kind of see how best I could kind of charter my career so that's what even drew my attention more to build Mm -hmm. that community. And then in the process, I decided to go on to LinkedIn wow. mm-hmm. to search for people because that was when I started becoming a bit active on LinkedIn. Wow. So using that platform, mm-hmm. that was where I met my co-founder, Chidema. And uh, we had a short text conversation. We exchanged numbers. We spoke a bit. Mm-hmm. Then we realized that we both did a similar thing because she had also started her organization mm-hmm. on WhatsApp as well okay. for Nigeria. So we decided at a point that, hey, why don't we uh, combine then create African Women in GIS? And that's what we did. And that's what birthed this awesome organization. Mm-hmm. And in the process, I keep saying this as a fun fact that we have never, ever met in person. We Ooh. started a com- community online and mm-hmm. three years down the line, we are actually celebrating our third year anniversary next week, uh, Wednesday. Wow. And <laughs> we have still not seen each other <laughs> face to face. Have you had that? <laughs> yeah. You can work with someone without seeing, yeah, seeing them. The power yes. of technology. That's amazing. You know, Sienna, awesome. what, what you, are, you are explaining, it's certain that you didn't know what you were venturing in the first place. You just love geography and you said what I want to do but you see most ladies or women out there maybe they were just or rather they're still wondering what sort of career will, will I even venture if I study mm. geography you know mm. personally I dropped geography from two because of rocks you know geography is not all about rocks right I, I now understand wow it's so much it's much more than rock but I'm just wondering uh, if someone is listening to you Siana mm. what is this GIS that you are talking about in a layman's language i usually explain gis to people as the tech aspect of geography 
So that is trying to work with geographic data or basically location data of mm. any mm. specific field with GIS uh, tools and technologies. So I try to let people understand that GIS is all around us. That is anything that has to do with location has some aspect of it related to GIS. Uh, we also have people like the real estate agents who kind of get people who know GIS to help them create maps to um, kind of determine how they are going to go about their real estate business and where they are going to select for that. Uh, we have a number of people who are currently utilizing GIS for various things. So any, anytime I'm explaining GIS to people, I try to give relatable ex examples that will help them to visualize and understand what um, GIS can help them to do and how GIS is all around them. From your bio, uh, you work as a user experience researcher uh, with Microsoft. Mm -hmm. And also, yeah. you're a GIS expert. Do you think that ladies or women have embraced GIS technology or technology in general? Yeah, good question. Yes, uh, we we are definitely embracing it at a faster rate than at first. Currently, so many organizations are coming together to push the agenda for women in STEM. Mm -hmm. That is really increasing the awareness of STEM among um, women from all backgrounds. That's one thing I want to add. Uh, not necessarily people who are well-to-do, but people who who do not have the resources as well. There are programs in place for that. Compared to 10 years ago, I can definitely say that it's better because now we are targeting not only ladies who have just finished school, that is university, mm -hmm. but we are also targeting kids. Mm -hmm. So I can talk for Ghana where we have organizations that do outreach programs to schools to try and train them basic tech skills. So it could be foundations of coding, let's say HTML, CSS, teaching them how to code games using Scratch, various uh, even robotics. Mm -hmm. uh, these are things that are upcoming and being mm -hmm. taught to the schools. However, around GIS, it's still being taught mostly in the university stage. And this is for Ghana. Um, for other African countries, I'm not too sure. But uh, we are trying to create that awareness mm -hmm. to let especially the geography students know that there are other fields out there. Mm -hmm. And that is one agenda that um, African women in GIS want to achieve, mm -hmm. uh, hopefully in the near future, to have these outreaches to schools that especially have not only geography students but even anybody who might be interested in following the career field that is really amazing and that also makes me really wonder what are the trends that you are seeing that gis will have just in case that girl who wants to learn more about geography what are the trends that are happening right now or that will happen in the future so that they yeah. know yeah whenever mm. if i'm studying geography then i have something to look forward to in the future so currently the trends are numerous we have more of like the informal sector yeah. and formal sector. For informal in my mind, I think of it like, uh, let's say, social media. Okay. So if, let's say, we have a, a student who is really into social media and it's someone who is also into geography, there is this location intelligence that some social media organizations use. For example, Instagram, geotagging. These are all GIS-based uh, technologies. They are introduced or they are aware of how these um, technologies are being used, even in these informal sectors. I think that is even one way to get them interested. The formal way, of course, has to do with the more formal sectors, as let's say government 
security and my favorite business. In the business field, I'd say that some of the things I see being introduced in the future is more of like, especially for African organizations, I see a lot of uh, businesses starting to utilize um, GIS. And I can talk from experience because I worked with uh, a food and beverages company. And Mm -hmm. that was the first time the company had ever even heard of GIS. Then utilizing that technology helped them to reduce a lot of costs. Mm-hmm. And implementing it in their project helped them to be more efficient in their distribution system. So I can tell for a fact that by the time this generation that are in high school, by the time they come out of school and they are ready to take out the job market or they're ready to start their own businesses, there would definitely be a lot more, let me say, businesses especially supply chain businesses that will be utilizing GIS in their systems. There will be a lot of opportunities to utilize GIS in the coming years. Yeah, I saw in your bio that you are a, a geo-business advocate. Yes. Wow. What challenges do you think businesses have in applying GIS technology? Because when you are talking, you are more referring to the future. And uh, why do you think that, that it takes this long for these uh, businesses to adopt to this GIS technology? Yeah. In fact, Linda, you know, in Kenya, I don't even think whether businesses know about GIS, really. Yeah, <laughs> you need to visit Kenya. <laughs> I, I need to come and do some more. Yeah, Kenya, you should come to Kenya. Kenya. <laughs> I think for businesses, one thing, they are really scared of mm. extra costs. It will come down to the tools that you'll have to utilize and the cost of those tools. So if, let's say, you are utilizing Esri products, definitely the licensing comes at a very high cost. I think they haven't really seen how it can help them until they see it and until they see the returns on investments for that, I think that is when they'll take it up. And once you let them understand that it will take some time for them to reap those benefits. And once they come to terms with it, that's the only way they can accept it fully. As you wind up, the advice you can give women and ladies out here who are listening to you wants to venture in such kind of career? Um, I'd say whenever you start a project, let's say you move from a, a company that you were part of a team mm-hmm. and you joined an organization where you're the only GIS personnel, they kind of have these expectations of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you tend to feel like you don't have anyone who can help you to solve some problems. There are times when you feel like you're not good enough for the role. You may not have anyone to kind of support you. At a point, it comes down to... Being okay mm-hmm. with not knowing everything. Yeah, it's, they say it's okay not to be okay. Yes, it's okay. No, it's, it <laughs> really is. Just take it one step at a time. Celebrate very small wins. It really helps. Check your mental health. You need to invest in your mental health. If you feel like you're not feeling too good, try and ask for a day off or take some time to really recover. Thank oh, you amazing. So I love the fact that people need to celebrate small wins. You know, if my hair grows an inch, I always celebrate. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> so thank you so much, Sienna, for being our guest today. And I really appreciate it. My pleasure. I feel like going back to school and <laughs> and pick my geography where I dropped from. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to my dream the woman I want to be. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and LinkedIn.